back, my friends, to the Mail Right Real Estate Agent Podcast Show. This is episode 119, and today we are going to interview Dave Lawrence, who is the head of growth at Follow Up Boss. Now, if you're not familiar with Follow Up Boss, uh, in summary, it's a lead conversion and sales follow up tool that makes you more efficient and automated. And for more than that, I'm going to jump over to Dave and uh, have Dave introduce himself and then we'll dive into some questions. Dave, welcome to the show and thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, so yeah, uh, again, my name's Dave. Um, you know, head of growth at Follow-Up Boss, not everybody knows exactly what that means. So basically, my role at Follow-Up Boss is to look for you know, as it relates to follow-up boss, our biggest area of growth is our, our referrals. Um, and that's really where, where most of our new business comes from. So what we do is we're constantly in search for the areas where we can improve the customer experience. And so that's my job. Uh, so everything from product to sales to customer service, you know, we look for um, all those different opportunities. And, and follow-up boss itself is, you know, the way uh, we've been describing it is, is just it's simple sales software for real estate teams, right? So our job as you mentioned, Thomas, is to help you follow up faster, more often, and with the leads most likely to convert into deals. Um, and we do that with a number of different ways, which I'm sure we'll, we'll touch on at different points. Yes, we're going to dive into some questions in a minute. I want to let our co-host Jonathan here introduce himself. Oh, well, hi there, folks. I'm the founder of MailRite. We're a marketing package that helps you get more leads by using Facebook. And I'm Thomas J. Nelson. I'm a residential realtor and networker here in San Diego, California, where I'm never too busy for your referrals. You can find me on my website, conveniently named thomasjnelsonrealtor.com. All right, Dave, I want to dive into this because Jonathan has brought up your company more than once on this show in the past, when we're, especially when we're talking to techies. Um, I know he thinks highly of it and he's piqued my interest in it. So I have done a little bit of research on it, but uh, I wanted to find out, first of all, um, you know, we gave a, we gave a very marketing description of what you do, but what, what is the, the nuts and bolts of follow-up bus? What, what, what are people hiring you to do for them? Yep. Yeah. It's a great way to ask that question too. I, I guess you must be a fan of the jobs to be done uh, framework, <laughs> right? So what are people hiring us for? So it really boils down to three core things that we really help real estate agents and teams with. Number one, uh, you're getting leads from a lot of different places right. um, and you need a central spot. Like you just feel like it's just chaotic, right? That there's right. no uh, system or process in place to help you manage those and, and follow up. Um, so that's a big one because we, we plug into uh, a lot of different lead sources, um, you know, over 200 of them in the real estate industry specifically. Um, and then, you know, once you've got your leads flowing into one place, uh, teams, the biggest challenge around converting those leads is usually boiled down to accountability with their agents. So making sure that their team is following the processes that the team leader knows works to convert those leads. So what we do is we provide systems for accountability, but also um, give you transparency into what's happening across your team, the activity that they're you know, doing to follow up and, and engage these leads and make sure that they're doing it right so you can coach them um, you know, to increase those conversion rates. And then the third sort of pillar or piece that we really help people with is that this challenge of, I've got all these wonderful past clients. Uh, I'm not, I know I'm not doing enough to engage with them and follow up. Um, so we're able to give you some simple systems to help stay on top of which of your past clients would be most relevant to, uh, to engage with. 
Okay, so so this is specifically designed for real estate agents. You, uh, in other words, the focus is the real estate industry. You don't serve any other industry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're one hundred percent focused. Sorry, I'm just going to plug in a headset here. I think I'm getting some background noise. Yeah, so um, yeah, one hundred percent focused on the real estate industry. I mean, inadvertently, being an internet business, we've come in contact with other businesses who've signed up and used our product. But yeah. Our 100% focus is real estate and more specifically uh, real estate teams or solo agents who are planning to ultimately build a team or grow their business. Okay. That was my next question because I noticed that your platform begins with really five users or more. Um, so it's really not for the solo agent planning to stay solo as much as for the solo agent uh, that's building a team or already has a team. Yeah. Look, I mean, we have lots of solo agents who signed up for follow up boss years ago um, and continue to use it this day as solo agents and find it a very effective tool. But as far as, you know, how we communicate it and how we prioritize feature development, it really is around that, that team concept. Um, typically starting like our sweet spot ends up being between, uh, you know, teams between three and 10 users total uh, is, is re really where we, we hit grand slams. And then how did, how did this come to be? Like, is somebody at follow-up boss, one of the founders uh, from the real estate industry or how did you target real estate? Um, so, I mean, I don't know how they specifically landed on, on real estate. I think it was uh, an early mentor of theirs also had technology products in the, uh, in the real estate space. So there was some interesting conversations that they were able to get access to, but really, so neither of them are actually from a real estate specific background. They're both um, from sales and, and marketing backgrounds, obviously one of them being very much on the, the technical side. Um, and so the way that they narrowed in on this concept is, which I think put them at a great advantage, was that they didn't have any preconceived notions as to how the real estate business should be carried out. What they were able to do is do deep dive interviews and really get under the hood of a number of different real estate businesses to figure out what their most pressing problems were. What was keeping them up at night? What were the challenges that were facing them that prevented them from growing? And as a result of that, they were able to build a product that didn't have bloat, that didn't have all these other related things and keyed straight in on those core pains that their early customers were, were having and just focus exclusively on solving those. And so as a result, obviously they found a lot of other people that had the same pains, had the same problems. And, you know, what's interesting about having taken that direction is it's very rare that you hear of a tech company who their very first ever paying customer is still a customer today, six plus years later. Wow. Um, and so it's because they, they keyed in on those very specific pains that really were hurting that particular individual in a big way in their business, solved them and allowed him to achieve some very substantial growth um, to where he's built his entire business around follow-up boss. Wow. So you guys have been around for about six years, uh, which uh, means that uh, over those six years, I'm sure that this has gone from uh, probably a, a beta form to uh, what you launched with. And then from what you launched with to today, has there been a lot of changes to it? Yes. Um, so the nature of the real estate business is it, it changes frequently, right? And so you can actually go to updates dot follow up boss dot com to see for yourself the transparency we have around everything we're fixing and you'll see every day or every other day or multiple times a day 
uh, stuff being posted about stuff we're improving and adding to the product. Some of those small, some of those very big. Um, it was actually about two years ago, we started to beta release the new version of our product. So we built something for four years, you know, you add on to it over time and eventually it's like, you know, same thing with a house, you, right. you add on enough times, eventually it kind of gets to this point where, you know, you, in order to really go to the next phase of, of growth, you, you need to, to rebuild. Um, right. And so that's what we did. We started from the ground up with everything we'd learned over four years uh, and re-architected the system that was built in such a way that allows us to not only deliver on the, the, you know, the things we're solving today, but gives us the platform that allows us to build into the future as well. Well, and I know that um, what you touched on earlier is, is a huge problem for any agent generating a lot of leads and it's just keeping up with the organizing those leads and then what am I doing with them? You know, and, and, and as Jonathan's pointed out in episodes past, um, not targeting everyone with a generic message because there's some are buyers, some are sellers, some are investors, some are new, some are seasoned. So you ha um, is that something a follow-up boss can, can help tailor uh, the message to the particular audience? Yep. Yeah, so there's actually two sides to that too. It's also being able to make sure that you personalize the messaging on behalf of the agent that's going to be servicing that prospective client too, right? So right. with the lead sources, there's lots of different ways that you can, you know, our system with a lot of the, uh, you know, lead sources that we get already um, automatically recognizes the difference between a buyer and seller and allows you to trigger follow-up campaigns, uh, you know, specifically based on that. But there are lots of ways to make it more granular, um, stuff we do at large with a lot of our inquiries like tagging zip code, um, you know, in town allows you to segment how you follow up with those leads individually, but also, like I mentioned, allows you to decide which of your agents gets those leads. Um, so if it's agents that are servicing a particular area, agents that are specializing or more experienced, so should be getting a higher price point lead. Um, you know, all these different kinds of um, factors allow you to decide both how you follow up and, and who's going to be the person servicing that, that prospect. You know, it just, it struck me as a great tool for a brokerage. I mean, do you have brokers using this or is it really down a notch to the team level? So we do have brokers using it, but it's absolutely not a tool that you're going to want to buy as a brokerage and roll out to 500 agents okay. and hope that they all use it for their yeah. individual businesses where this shines for a brokerage is the, you know, there's this, trend that's been happening the last few years where brokerages have e-leads teams within right. the brokerage. So a lot of the office leads or leads that maybe the broker's buying individually from Zillow and Realtor.com separate from what, what's coming off listing leads or anything like that, they're sending those into their e-leads team. And with that e-leads team, if it's going to run well, should have a sales director who's actually overseeing the process, holding the agents accountable and managing the client experience on the way through. Okay. Well, I like that you're focused. I mean, that's uh, what the, some of my questions have revealed is I know th there's a huge market out there that you probably could be going after, but you're very focused. And I think that um, will help improve the product for the, the people that are using it because you're not distracted by multiple industries or um, a huge variety, even within this industry. It's, it's sounds like this is very laser focused on the team model and, uh, I, you know, you, I like you, the you hear a shout out about all the time, right? You got to, you do have to focus your marketing. If you want your marketing yeah. to be effective, you have to focus your sales if you want it to be effective. And, and the same thing really boils down to a technology product. 
if you're not focused, what it leads to is a lot of bloat, a lot of things you don't need, and ultimately a lot of things that get in the way right. of your daily operations. You know, when we focused in on the salesperson as our primary target for who is going to be using this product and not the admins in a, in a brokerage or the admins on a real estate team, we focused on the salesperson first. That allowed us to eliminate 95% of what most of the other CRMs were trying to accomplish in one system. And that by re removing the, that bloat, it removes the layers. So it takes two clicks to log a phone call instead of 10, right? right? And when a salesperson's trying to do that 50 times a day, that adds up in a big way. And, and so, yeah, that, that efficiency is what we really went for. And, and it's been like that since day one of the product. And you see that all the way through everything else that we do, the way we support customers, the way we market it. Well, yeah, because I mean, it makes sense that if you're trying to make your business more efficient, you want an efficient CRM or uh, or whatever the tool is um, to improve it, not not to you know sit there and have to take a whole course on how to run it. Um, and that's kind of leading me to my question. So it's day one. I I just subscribed to Follow Up Boss. What's what are the first couple tasks at hand to get me set up? Yeah. Um, so it's different for everybody. Um, but we have most of our clients are using Google as their primary email platform. Yeah. And so we're able to do some pretty advanced stuff with that. You know, the Google connection that you do when you sign up uh, to follow up boss, um, we're able to start pulling in your leads automatically. So any leads that, you know, real estate leads that you're getting that come to your email account, uh, we're actually able to pull those in automatically, start showing them inside your account for you right away. Um, and then that allows us to flip the switch on some, automated follow-ups like we've got great campaigns if you're getting portal leads all that kind of stuff right out of the box um, so we can flip the switch on those and at the same time we can start getting the leads distributed automatically a lot of people are still sitting there manually forwarding every single email notification they get about leads to them you know we can completely automate that process for you and the reality is if you're a DIY or if you're working with one of us to help you get that implemented like we can have that done in 15 minutes from when you start a free trial, right? Um, you know, most people get it done within the first day or two, but yeah, if we're, if we're on the phone with you, we get that done, right? You know, we can, we can get that stuff started immediately. So a lot of these initial pains, the, the prerequisites to starting to really grow your business, um, we can solve those for you very, very quickly. So now does, should a team have a, a certain volume of leads coming in before this is an effective system for them? Or is this designed to help them actually create more leads uh, while they're setting it up? Uh, so we don't do any lead generation whatsoever, okay. right? So we really are about helping you manage and process the sales leads you get in your business today. Um, the, the, the distinction I'll make there with the number of leads. So there is, you know, you, you do want to be getting at least, you know, sort of at least 10 new leads a month, you know, because that's representing at least some form of growth opportunity that you can start to expand on. Um, you know, obviously a lot of our clients are seeing a lot more. We have clients sign up and they're getting a thousand leads a month. Um, but the thing is, I want you to remember too, that those leads aren't only internet leads. Those are also, um, you know, referral leads and, and stuff that you're getting from, uh, you know, your sphere and past clients. Um, and so a lot of people sign up because they're not doing enough work with that group today and they can, in, you know, very quickly increase their lead flow from that source as well. When you sign up from, uh, with follow up boss. Okay. I appreciate you clearing that up. Um, we're going to take a short break. Uh, Jonathan, I'm going to toss it over to you so you can take us to commercial. Oh, hi there, Thomas. And, um, 
really enjoying the conversation. And we'll be just going for a quick break, folks, about 30 seconds, and then we'll be back and we'll be, de- we'll be discussing more about Follow Up Boss with Dave. Be back in a second. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back, folks. We've had a great chat with Dave so far. Um, Back to you, Thomas. Okay, so I'm starting to get the picture of this now. So basically, let's just say I, I have a team of four or five agents. We have a method of driving leads in, but our biggest problem right now is uh, organizing and servicing those leads and probably distributing them. Um, we're also probably suffering from accountability within the team, not sure who's following up with who. So let's talk about that aspect of it. So for someone that's a team leader, and they want to see, all right, well, I'm giving out equal share of leads, but uh, I'm not getting equal results. This is a way to kind of measure who's doing what. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it allows you to, I mean, we can track everything right through to deal. We have a, a feature we released um, in the last few months called deals that helps you stay on top of what your, your pipeline looks like. Um, and, and so getting visibility into that, we're now able to build reporting that ties back to original lead source but also agent working with, you know, that, that client, um, what their performance levels are. And so when you start there and you kind of understand who, who's really producing, who's truly producing in your business and who's not, you can start to then dig a layer deeper and understand, well, what are they actually doing, you know, that differs from these top producing agents. So what do the top producers have in common? And then how can we tie that back to what, you know, the underperformers um, have in common? And, you know, quite often, Um, you know, so we look at things, everything from like appointments being set with the leads provided and you can understand percentages there. That's Mm -hmm. a really good early indicator to understand how an agent's performing with the leads you're providing. Um, a step ahead of that is, um, conversations. So how often, so your contact rate, how often you're able to get engaged with a lead, get into a conversation, start having some kind of two-way communication with them because, you know, the nature of the real estate sales process, we don't as much as we love automation, we, we can't automate ourselves out of this business, right? So, um, you know, we, we need to start conversations for people. So that's a big part of what uh, we encourage people to look at. And then often, you know, you can almost find that it, it does boil down to some kind of an activity metric. So how many call attempts the agents uh, making with the leads, how quickly they're trying to reach the leads, how many times they try to reach each lead that you're providing them. Um, you know, this is stuff that's harked on all the time, but speed to lead and number of attempts is often does still make the difference between a good and a great salesperson. Um, let me ask you, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you just brought up a question. Um, so is, is this system set up to kind of prompt these agents to take these actions or is it more just tracking when they do? Um, so it's a bit of both. Um, so there's a lot, um, there's a lot we try to do to strike a balance there. Notifications to agents is, is a, there's a very fine balance you have to hit there because if you over notify them about leads and activity, then the, the, they can't keep up with all of them and it just turns into noise. 
And so they don't value those notifications as highly as you want them to. Right. So that's where a lot of CRMs rely on task automation. Right. And we have that. We have the ability to automate tasks, to remind agents to do exactly what you want them to do. But on the flip side of that, we also have a feature called smart lists. And so what you aim to do, this is basically like a filtered search in your database. So you can create a smart list for, you know, show me all the leads that have come in in the last 14 days that have been called less than six times, uh, right? Okay. That are assigned to Johnny, you know? And, and so when you have, um, you know, when you have a list like that, so what we aim to do and help uh, our customers do is come up with about three to five of those smart lists that apply to their business and cover everything from, you know, new leads to like active website leads, you know, people are coming back looking at properties on your site, things like that. Yeah. Um, current clients. So helping make sure that none of those slip through the cracks and they're always being resurfaced on these lists, uh, past clients, you know, there's, there's all kinds of different scenarios that you can use a list for. And when you have an agent that has between three and five of these lists to check each day, come into the office, they block a little time to do their follow-up and they go to list number one, call everybody on that list. Go to list number two, call everybody there. And the objective here is not to give agents a list of 200 people to call everybody on that list. You want to try and surface for them between 10 and 20 leads each day. That would be the highest value of everything going on in your database for them to reach out to. Um, so to, I know it's kind of a long way to answer the question, but it's, it's sort of two parts, right? The way that right. we look at it. Um, in order to efficiently do it, you want to, you want to make sure that the tasks you're assigning and the, the notifications you're sending to agents are high value opportunities. Right. You don't want to try and notify them on every single subsequent task that they could possibly need to do because you take two days off, you walk in, you open up your CRM and you see 250 tasks, <laughs> you quit. You're yeah. like, I, I, I can't, yeah. I can't even start. And, and then what happens, right? Psychologically, they delete them all or they mark them all as completed. And every time you do something like that, you care just a little bit less about how much those tasks mean to you, right? Yeah. Um, so where smart lists, you know, it's just this hit list. It's meant to be short. It's meant to get your highest value stuff done right at the beginning of your day. And then what it gives the team leader as well is an accountability piece. So if you see an agent that's getting a backlog and seeing a lot of stuff show up on those smart lists, you know that there's something that needs to be addressed there. Either they're not logging things properly or they're just not doing the required actions or they're overwhelmed, too many leads, too many clients, all things that you can start to address and rebalance what your pipeline looks like. That totally makes sense because now you all of a sudden you've got you've got smaller task lists with more efficient tasks on them because as you were saying, these are the top priority in your database. So they're probably going to yield the biggest results, which is going to kind of be a reward for doing the task in the first place and create the motivation to continue to do them. And then um, you're also in the background drip marketing uh, the low priority leads because maybe, you know, uh, I mean, if you, we've had lots of guests on the show and it's arguable, but there the, a lot of people re, um, subscribe to the 18 month sales cycle. So assuming uh, a new lead isn't going to be as ready to go as a 12 month lead. So I, I, that totally makes sense what you're saying. And um, actually I'm, I'm going to steal some of that from my own single, <laughs> single uh, realtor uh, plan here. But uh, I, I like that because um, I can see where that creates momentum. Yeah. Well, to put that in and to talk about what you're saying for your, your solo agent, um, you know, processes, the, the, I was at a great conference last week in Austin. And what a lot of those folks 
you know, I was chatting with a lot of people and, and what a lot of them they were struggling with was this transition from being a pure relationship uh, driven real estate agent, right? Where, you know, you're getting referrals. So you get this inherent passing on of, of credibility and trust that you get through them and, and don't know how to extend that to this higher volume lead generation scenario that we're seeing the real estate business move into. Like you hear all these crazy stats. I think it was maybe NAR who came out with them. That's like, you know, of the, 5 million homes. So I'm plucking numbers out of thin air. I don't know the actual stat, but it's something, you know, crazy like that. You know, in, in 2010, there were 5 million leads. And in 2016, like for the same number of homes sold, it was like quadruple the number of leads generated. Right. And, and so what this is forcing a lot of real estate agents into is, is the need to be able to manage a, a wider funnel, a wider right. sales pipeline. And that's not natural to someone who came through this business with every relationship being one-to-one referral based. Um, and, and so, you know, that it's becomes this question of how do you transfer that? Um, how do you develop trust with people who don't trust you today? Right. right. And, um, you know, a big part of that is through that drip marketing. It's through, you know, what you're doing, whether it be through direct mail, whether it be through email newsletters, um, whatever the case is to actually, send stuff on a regular basis that's current and updated and developing trust to those people. Um, but it also boils down to who you call and when, um, if you just, you know, hammer every single prospect that comes into your database, I mean, your results might go up, but you're also going to piss a lot of people off too. Right. right? Um, so you, if you can, if you can key in on the people who are most likely to be responsive, who are most in need for support in their real estate, sales cycle, wherever that might be, you know, if they're very early on, there's a way that you can nurture and support those people. So identifying the ones that look like based on their activity, they need the most help is a, is a huge opportunity as well. Well, you're speaking to me because I am one of those agents. I, I, I almost feel like Jonathan might have set me up here because uh, <laughs> you're, I, you're, you d- I, I just couldn't believe it. I, I actually <laughs> didn't pay Dave to say that. But um, uh, um, Thomas is a real uh, Buffini agent, um, um, and it's great. Um, and I've got, I got absolute animation, animation, um regard for the Buffini um, ideology, but um, agent, there's literally has to be two sides of an agent nowadays, and you put it beautifully, Dave. Um, I've got a quick question. Um, you know, there's a lot going on in Follow-Up Boss. Um, it's a powerful system, and where's that decision-making um, between added functionality and it getting pretty a lot of onboarding needed you know there's a sweet area how how has the company found that internal process decision making process we're going to add additional functionality but this adds to complexity Mm -hmm. so the way we look at it is that um I mean, we're constantly going to be adding in both buckets. I'm trying to think of the best way to sort of talk about what we do because it's, we've gone through internally, we've gone through, uh, you know, a fairly evolved process to try and determine how we make those decisions internally, how we stay on top of that and how do we continue to stay true to what made us successful in the first place while staying ahead of what's, you know, being built in the real estate space. And, 
I mean, the true answer to that question is making sure, number one, when we get feature requests, that we tie it back to understanding if this is coming from someone that we see as, as being truly in our, our target market, right? That, that you know, um, we really are focusing and, and narrowing down that feature feedback to understand if it's, if it's in our sweet spot. Um, the, the second piece is making sure that it's salesperson driven. Um, we always wanna be finding ways to surface more information for team leaders, but if that's ever at the detriment to the salesperson that's using us 50 times a day versus the team leader checking us once or twice a day, um, you know, that's where we really want to, um, you know, that's where we're going to find a lot uh, of where some of these feature requests get maybe put for a later date or sidelined a little bit until we have other things in place that are going to ensure that the sales agent is protected on the way through that their usability and that, um, you know, their speed, uh, you know, for, for carrying out their workday is maintained. Um, we got, we learned about some great advice that was given to a ne another tech company founder from Jeff Bezos that he gave this to the guys who run Basecamp. Um, and there, uh, you know, he said, always look for the things that your customers will value 10 years from now the same way they do today. Mm. An investment in that stuff today will continue to yield you dividends a decade or two from now, right? And, and so when we look at those things, like you, you asked the questions, is anybody going to ever wish follow-up boss was slower? Right. right. Never, ever, ever in a million years. Right. So we double down on that. We look at our infrastructure. We try to make it faster. I mean, we woke up one day and our CTO, you know, shared a message in one of our, in our team meeting and just said, well, you know, we did some improvements. We've been working on them for the last couple of weeks. They released and follow-up boss basically got 30% faster. Right. Wow. And, and so those are the kinds of things, those are the wins that we look for. And that's how we prioritize. If it's something that's going to have that kind of an impact on your daily use, um, you know, we're going to double down on that. And, the other one, just I know I'm I'm going on a rant here because this is uh, I'm pretty passionate about this stuff. But um, the other piece is simplicity. So speed and simplicity are the two things that are never ever ever going to change as far as desires go from our customer base. So if the feature helps with either of those or both of those, it goes to the top of the list. Oh, that's great! I think we're we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. The thirty minutes plus have gone quite quick, but we're going to continue the discussion with Dave on our bonus content, which you'll be able to find on the Mailrite website. Um, basically, Dave, how can people get hold of you or find out more about Follow Up Boss? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, our our website is a wealth of information. You can actually get all our training resources there on how we onboard new customers. So you get a a window into what that looks like and how it differs from other CRMs. Um, but me personally, uh, I'm always able to be contacted uh, by email to Dave at followupboss.com. Um, or, you know, my direct line at work is, is 628-600-2880. So anybody wants to chat about business in general or specifically about follow-up boss, you can reach out anytime. That's great, Dave. And Thomas, how can people get hold of you and find out more about your services? Well, I'm easy to find. I'm all over social media, but you'll find me mostly on Facebook and LinkedIn, as well as my website, thomasjnelsonrealtor.com. Or you can do the old school thing and just pick up the phone and call me at 858-232-8722. Because here in San Diego, I'm never too busy for your referrals. And if you want to find more about me, folks, it's quite easy. Go to the MailRite website. Um, you can email me at jonathan at mail-right.com or you go to my Twitter feed um, at Jonathan Denwood and you'll find out 
puts in time into this week. Um, I think it's been a great show. I really enjoyed it. Thanks, Dave, for coming on. We have another person giving you advice, information next week on the Mel Wright Real Estate Show. We'll see you next week, folks. But remember, there's been bonus content also on the website. See you next week, folks. Bye-bye.